We are in the last week of a six-week series called Going Home. Can you believe we're already here? Six weeks in. I look back and I uh, just think of some of the challenges we've taken on and some of the things we've learned already. Let's just do a quick review. Ruth chapter 1. Be faithful. In the midst of some of the toughest circumstances that God's going to call you through, make sure you continue to look to Him. Give Him your whole heart and say, Lord, I'm completely trusting you. Be faithful. And then the second week, we were looking at Ruth chapter 2. Be fruitful. God has entrusted you with much. Work hard and share with what, uh, share what He's entrusted to you out to others, to needs, to plans, wherever God's at work. Make sure you're a part of it. Be fruitful. So it's be faithful, be fruitful. And then we went to Ruth 3. Be strategic. God's got some structure and he's got some organization and he's got some thoughts. And and Lord, what can I do to be a part of those plans with you? How can I best set my life in motion to worship you? And then the last week of Ruth 4, we looked at be fulfilled. Make sure you understand this. When God is at work, unbelievable things happen celebrate him worship him expect great things from him our god it can be completely fulfilling to follow after him and then last week we looked at second corinthians 8 and 9 what does it mean to give i mean we have a god who's giving so what does it mean to be giving the sacrificial and selfless the consideration of others and the giving to the needs of those around and the needs of the church and making sure that you literally give cheerfully second corinthians 9 7 lord i just want to make sure whatever i'm pouring out is because i recognize all that you're pouring into me and it's a response of thankfulness celebrating you that's where we've been so what's today today Well, today is Commitment Sunday. That's what today is. Today is where we're talking about what it looks like to literally be giving ourselves to Him. And then we're going to do it. So for those of you who have your cards and your commitment cards and have them filled out, you're ready to go. That's for the end of the service. We're going to be celebrating that way. For those of you who don't, we're going to get some things out to you in just a little bit. Hang on. I just wanted to take a look for a moment. Uh, It's going to be a little different today, a little bit shorter. We're going to be in... Uh, Exodus 35, and we're going to be rocking, apparently. Can you hear this going on? They're enjoying themselves. We're going to just take a quick look at Exodus 35. What does it look like to have a commitment service that is worshiping Him? What's the DNA of a worship service of commitment? That's what we're going to be looking at, okay? So Exodus 35, turn with me if you will there. We've got ushers coming forward. They've got Bibles in their hands. Just raise your hands and uh, we'll get a Bible to you, okay? Exodus 35. I'm just going to start by giving a quick summary. You know, whenever you jump into a book, I say this every time we jump in, right? Whenever you just jump into a book, you got to know context. So what's going on around this, all right? It starts out in Exodus 35, verse uh, 4. Moses said to all the congregation. Okay, so we're in the time of Moses and we've got Moses saying some things and we got a lot of people gathered together. And so what's going on? Well, here's what happened right before it. I mean, we're in the book of Exodus, so they've, well, they've busted out of Egypt, right? They're out and they're traveling and they're trying to figure out what God really has for them. And quite frankly, they're even trying to figure out if their hearts are for him as they wrestle back and forth with some of the struggles. And we get to a point in later Exodus where Moses is given the Ten Commandments. He's up on Mount Sinai. 
He's got the special time with God. God's etching out for him the plan and the thoughts and the steps and the procedures. And, and Moses, well, he gets tipped off by God that not some good things are going on down there. So he picks the tablets up and he goes back down and he gets to the bottom and he sees them literally having a self-absorbed party. They went ahead in the absence of Moses and decided to build a big giant golden calf because... Everybody worships golden calves. What, what, what are they thinking about, right? Well, some people around him and the nations around him were doing that. They thought, why not us? So they form a golden calf. And Moses sees this. Well, and Moses has a little bit of a temper tantrum, right? Takes the tablets and just smashes them on the ground. And he freaks out on the thing. And he melts down the golden calf. And he reorganizes the whole place. And he says, that's the end of it. And they go through a holiness and purifying. And quite frankly, even... Three or so thousand people die in the midst of this purifying who refuse to get their lives in line with God. It's time to get it clear. (laughs) And that was the response. So he goes back up and he's up getting the second set of Ten Commandments and getting those etched out. And he's before the very holiness of God and he's beginning to beam and, and be showing off the very glory of God. And he comes back down with those and he has some special words for the people. At this moment, we now have people who have learned of God's holiness. They've learned of their sinfulness. And they've also clearly grabbed on to putting their hearts in his hands. That's where we are as we jump into Exodus 35 verse 4. Moses said to all the congregation of the people of Israel, This is the thing that the Lord has commanded. Notice it says commanded this is god's plan okay moses the leader the one called by god who had just met with god he's got clear insight as to where god's taking him and he says this is what god's wanting for us to do he says all the congregation of the people of israel this is what he said to him he didn't just gather some of them he gathered all of them good communication skills right like let's not just tell a few people and hope they tell everybody else let's get them all together let's make sure they all get the plan moses said to all the congregation of the people of israel This is the thing that the Lord has commanded. Take from among you a contribution to the Lord. What? Hang on a second. I thought we just looked at 2 Corinthians 9, 7 last week and it said, don't give under compulsion. Like you're being pushed to do it. Now all of a sudden it's a command. Well, let's read the next sentence. Whoever is of a generous heart, let him bring the Lord's contribution. God is saying this. Hey, we've just gone through a big transformation moment. Hey, you've been experiencing me moving. You have seen my holiness. You're starting to grasp what this whole thing is about. Grasp this. It's time to start making everything rally around the Lord. Contribution time. Everybody who has a generous heart, who's been stirred by me, you who are mine, come forward and reflect it. He says, just give a contribution to the Lord. What does he not say? He doesn't say, give a contribution to Moses. Give a contribution to Israel. Doesn't say that. Give a contribution to who? Say it again. Give a contribution to who? To the Lord. That's what it's about. May our gift be recognized as we worship him as being a gift to him. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done. We're amazed. It says, 
here's some recommendations. Maybe you want to give some precious metals, you know, gold and silver and bronze, or maybe some precious cloth, blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twined linen, or maybe some precious animal products, goat's hair and tanned ram skins and goat skins, or maybe some precious plant products, acacia wood and oil for the light and spices for the anointing oil and for the fragrance incense, or maybe it's precious stones. Onyx stones and stones for setting, for the ephod and for the breastpiece. This is a chance to celebrate him. Make sure you consider bringing the best of the best. Notice what he doesn't say. Find all your old t-shirts. I mean, anything you're not using anymore. Maybe you were thinking about using it to kind of dust off something. Bring it in or bring your old sandals. You know, the one where the top broke off and so the thing just keeps flapping all the time and you're walking around and you know what I'm talking about? And you're walking in the sand and it keeps getting stuck and you set those aside. Maybe bring one of those in for the Lord. And maybe you should just bring, oh, I know, you've got so much surplus, just bring a little bit of that excess and that's not what he's talking about. He says, go to the best of the best of the best of what you've got and bring it to celebrate the Lord and contribute to him. First point is simply this. Hear his call for contribution. Hear his call for contribution. We got to make sure we deeply understand that it's the Lord calling. And it's him who we're responding to. And we're responding with all we've got that he's entrusted to us and no more. And saying, thank you, Lord, for what you've given. May I celebrate you. Think of it this way. Okay, everybody close your eyes for a second. No falling asleep, but eyes closed, okay? Just try to imagine this, all right? We're going to zoom way out. So we're going all the way to the outskirts of all of the universe. And as we look, we see the vastness of what God sees. As he exists all throughout and among, but all the way around. We're standing all the way at the outside. And we see God lavishing and pouring down in upon all that is his. As he gives of himself And he shares of himself. We see him pouring all the way down in to you and to me. And so now we start zooming in from that way outside point. We zoom all the way into a galaxy. And now we zoom into the solar system. And now we zoom in to our planet Earth. And we zoom down to the continent, to the country, to the state. If you're seeing yourself zooming in, it's like Google Earth, right? You're zooming in. And we keep zooming down and we get down to the city and to embassy suites and to this room and to your chair. And the God of the universe pouring from that vast position all the way down to you and lavishing upon you. And in that moment, we have a chance to hear from him and literally raise our hands up and say, Lord, I'm worshiping you as we think of his vastness. Or we can take our arms and grab onto our stuff and say, mine, and hold on tight at that little spot. How inappropriate does that seem? That's all Moses was saying. You've got an amazingly vast God who's pouring upon you. Hear his call to contribute. Raise your arms to worship him. Celebrate him with all you've got. Okay, you can open your eyes. Or wake up, either way. You have to be careful not to use a soothing voice when you give those, right? Here's call for contribution. 
The simple challenge is this. Make sure that you know the giver, the God of the universe. And make sure you hear his call to mirror who he is. That's the first step in worship in a commitment service. Second step. Give generously as he stirs your heart. Give generously as he stirs your heart. We're going to start here in verse 10. We'll just move real quickly through this. He says, let every skilled craftsman among you come and make all that the Lord has commanded. Notice, not come and make, well, whatever you want. It's come and make all that the Lord has commanded. And then he goes through quite the list. The tabernacle, its tent, its covering, its hooks and its frames, its bars, its pillars, its bases, the ark with its poles, the mercy seat, the veil of the screen, the, the table with the poles and with the utensils and the bread and the presents, the lampstand also for the light with its utensils and its lamps and the oil for the light. And he just keeps going on and on. Here's the detail I want you to build into the tabernacle. This is what needs to be a part of it. And he ends with the holy garments for Aaron, the priests and the garments for his sons for their service as priests. This is about relationship. This is about me among you, me in your presence. This is about you being able to worship me in a way where you can be changed for a lifetime. May God literally transform you in the midst of a worship service and the life in his place of worship. That's what it's all about. It says, make all that the Lord has commanded. And then he goes to verse 20. Now here's the response of the people. All the congregation of the people of Israel, they departed from the presence of Moses. And they came. They left, and then they came. It says, they came, everyone whose heart stirred him, and everyone whose spirit moved him, and brought the Lord's contribution to be used for the tent of meeting, and for all the service, and for the holy garments. So they came, both men and women, all who were of a willing heart. That is what a commitment service looks like. Amen? It's about us saying, Lord, it's about you. It's about us saying, Lord, I just want to be so racked by you every day that I go to your word. I want to know you so deeply and so passionately. I literally want to look back and say, last week, I was different. And God's changed me. I've made some progress. I am absolutely seeing his hand at work in my life as I'm going after him. And he's making me look more like him. And this, this is my celebration. As I respond generously, as I let my heart be stirred and my spirit moved. He goes through a description there of things they bring with brooches and earrings and signet rings and amulets and all sorts of gold objects. And every man dedicating an offering of gold to the Lord. And everyone who possessed blue or purple or scarlet yarn or fine linen or goat's hair or tanned ramskins or... Can you see it? It's like people coming in and they're not coming in with a check. That... That's kind of more like our society. They're coming in and they're kind of going, hang on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, bring in the next. Come over here. Yeah. Okay. Pour the bucket on that thing. And you walk away and the next guy's coming in and he's pouring in the next. And you just start picturing the mounds and the mounds of the gold and the silver and the precious jewels and the stuff where they're saying, he's changed my life. Of course he has me. That's what a commitment service looks like. It's us coming forward, not saying, fine, all right, I'm here. It's us coming forward and saying, Lord, you so changed me. 
I so want to give to you. May you be celebrated in my life. May I worship you with what you've entrusted me with and no more. May I give to you just exactly as you've given to me and say thank you for all you've done. That's what it looks like to give generously. To give in a way where God continues to pour it out. Notice it says in verse 24, everyone who could make a contribution of silver or bronze brought it. Are you hearing it? Everyone who could, it's like, what's God given to you? Wherever he's entrusted you, that's all that we're saying. What's a commitment service looks like? It looks like exactly what 2 Corinthians 9 was saying. Make sure that you know and understand exactly what God's entrusted to you and where he's calling you to give and just go and give there and have a blast doing it and say, Lord, I'm amazed with all you're doing. Thank you for how you are at work in my life. This is my celebration moment to you. I worship you. It's a myriad of little worship moments and one big giant corporate worship moment. That's what it looks like as God is celebrated. The list just keeps going on and on as every skillful woman spun with her hands and they brought all that they had and that they had spun. Verse 26, all the women whose hearts stirred them to use their skill spun the goat's hair and the leaders brought onyx stones and stones to be set. And verse 29, all the men and women, the people of Israel, whose heart moved them to bring anything for the work of the Lord that the Lord had commanded by Moses to be done, brought it as a free will offering. What kind of offering? Free will. Say it with me. What kind of offering? A free will offering. See, that's a huge deal. A commitment service is, Lord, I have a choice. And I choose to worship you with all I've got. I've got a choice. And I choose to reflect on the fact that yesterday or last week or last month or last year, I was so stuck in self, I couldn't get off of it. And you broke me free. That I was wrestling with how to even talk to my family without hurting them. And now we're laughing and getting along. That I was wrestling with the brokenness of sin in my personal life that nobody ever knew about. And now a few know about it and they're working with me on it. And I'm being held accountable. And you are changing me. I'm being transformed, Lord. You've got my heart. I was not fired up about your word. And now I'm in your word. I was not praying. Now I'm praying. I'm... God, you're working with me. May I just worship you and celebrate you with all I've got as my choice based on what you've given to me. Free will. It's a huge deal. You know, giving cheerfully, giving passionately, it's captured in our body. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to who are describing what's been going on in their life in the last six to ten weeks, 15 weeks. Just big changes, big excitement, lots of God challenge. I sent an email out this past week to the body, just kind of reminding that today is Commitment Sunday and where we're at. If you didn't get that email, by the way, that means we don't have your email in our database or we have the wrong one and somebody was just told all about our Commitment Sunday. I don't know. But So seriously, if you didn't get the email, by all means, get the email to us if you want us to be connecting with you. We're sending those out every once in a while just to keep you informed about things. But I sent an email out this last week just reminding and and challenging a little bit from the word that we had heard from last week and just saying, just let God move. That's all we're asking. It's just let God stir your heart. Let him move your spirit. May this be a worship experience. I got one email back that went like this, very brief and direct. Prayer. Check. 
Commitment card. Check. Joy, thankfulness, excitement, and anticipation. Check plus. That's it. Like I'm telling you, we're excited. There's people in the body that are being moved by God and stirred. Things are happening. This is another email I got. The message this past Sunday, which was about giving, about cheerful giving, was liberating for me. I prayed to ask God to direct me as to the amount he would like our family to commit to the building campaign. In parentheses, okay, now I'm crying. I asked my wife to let me know when she gets an answer. Pastor Tim, you will not believe this. Okay, I'm crying more now. My wife just shared with me, it's the same amount that I was on to the penny. I was blown away. And we are now cheerful givers. That's all it's about. This is just about let God move. Just enjoy saying thank you, Lord. That's all it's about. Make sure it's a worship experience. Boy, do we miss it if this became something about a capital drive. Amen? No, that's not a big enough amen. Amen? Amen. Like, get off that, right? We aren't there. This is about a relationship with our almighty God that changes us for a lifetime. And Lord, I just want to celebrate you even just a little bit in this moment. Help me to lift you up and get a focus on you. May it be all about you. That's what it looks like to be a cheerful giver. That's what it looks like to simply say, God, move in my life. My prayer for you is this. See him for who he is. And then let him stir you. Just let him stir. Number one battle in the Christian walk. Let. L-E-T. Just let him stir you. Have a great relationship with him. Let him move you as he desires. He has plans. He has thoughts. He has direction. Just enjoy your walk with the Lord and worship him along the way. Third point. Respond with over and above participation. This is what it looks like in the hearts and lives of the people in a commitment Sunday where we're worshiping him. Responding with over and above participation. Starts in verse 30. It says, Then Moses said to the people of Israel, See, the Lord has called by name. And then he starts going through some names. Bezalel and the son of Uri, the son of Hur and the tribe of Judah. And he has filled him with the spirit of God. So he's called and he's filled. And it says in verse 34, and he has inspired him to teach. And in verse 35, he has filled them with skill to do every sort of work done. Starting in verse 36, verse 1. Bezalel and Oholiab and every craftsman in whom the Lord has put skill and intelligence to know how to do any work in the construction of the sanctuary shall work in accordance with all that the Lord has commanded. God giving skill and ability and insight. God giving the ability to give. You know, some of you may not have heard this, but uh, a piece of what we're doing with this building is obviously the commitment, the financing. But there's another piece, which is going to be our volunteer investment along the way. And I have to be careful how I say that. I will tell you, we're going to be working with professionals along the way, contractors, and they're going to be doing the majority of the build in the beginning and the middle. Why? Because I don't want to put up a piece of steel and be responsible for it coming down on y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to let the guys who know what they're doing do it well. But towards the tail end, we have a chance to be a part of finishing things. Whatever that looks like. And coming together and rallying together. Well, what are we doing in the meantime? Here's my prayer. 
is that we can have such a ministry to the construction workers, it is unbelievable. That we can be working in and around and through and about in whatever ways necessary so that they have every donut they ever needed, whatever it looks like. I don't know, so we're helping clean up. Let's be a part of that. Yeah, there's going to be a volunteer rally element. Not in the beginning, in the middle as much, other than through supporting the, the construction workers. And then at the tail end, coming along and what's needed. God calling each of us to our spot to give financially, to give of our time, to be a part of it. Notice he says in verse 2, chapter 36, And Moses called Bezalel and Oholiab and every craftsman in whose mind the Lord had put skill, everyone whose heart stirred him up to come to do the work. And then at the end of verse 3, they just kept coming. They still kept bringing him free will offerings every morning, verse 4, so that all the craftsmen who were doing every sort of task on the sanctuary came, each from the task that he was doing, and said to Moses, are you ready for this? The people bring much more than enough for doing the work that the Lord has commanded us to do. So basically, please, I don't know where to put the piles anymore. Help us out. God having a hilarious moment. As he said, you want to see what it looks like to give hilariously? Let me just model it in my people. Let me show you what that looks like when it comes out in front of you. Responding with over and above participation is simply saying, Lord, we want you to be honored with all that we can in whatever way we can, not holding back, just you being honored in my life. What is it you want done? Notice Moses' response at the end. So Moses gave a command and word was proclaimed throughout the camp. Uh, Let no man or woman do anything more for the contribution for the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing. May that be the problem of every commitment, right? (laughs) Hey, you know, God works in different ways each time, and that's how he chose to work there. Our prayer here is simply this. Just let God stir. Just let God move. And let's be amazed at what he does. That's where we're at. It's a chance for us to turn this service into an amazing worship service. As we simply say, Lord, I'm giving this because of you. Because of you. You know, we have uh, some cards. Babe, do you have our card? So we have some cards that we passed out last week. And uh, the card that's in the book is a little bit dated. We changed it a little bit because there were some questions, okay? So for those of you who weren't here or didn't get a card last week, we're going to have the ushers come forward right now. And uh, we're just going to pass a card down the row. Here's the deal. Um, We might have some visitors here this week. Or you may have only been here a couple of weeks. Like, we're not saying that this is a moment where you need to do and this is a part of. And It's your choice, okay? Here's what we would request. Just enjoy the worship service and enjoy being a part of it. But if you call this your church home, our question is, how's God stirring you? Go ahead and respond accordingly. Our prayer is simply this, that this is from generous hearts, that this is us responding to him. If you go ahead and take a look at these cards, for those of you who haven't maybe seen it yet, the top half is the one you fill out to put in, and the bottom half is what you keep to remind yourself of the commitment, okay? So you put the top half in the envelope, and that comes up to the front. We're actually going to have a time where we put uh, some plates up here in front, and we're just going to take a time in prayer, and we're going to take a time with some worship songs where we bring forward our free will offerings, our celebration to God Almighty. My one request to you is this. We've had this question come up. Hey, if it's a one-time gift, what should I do? Our request is this. If you can put the one-time gift in there with it, that's great. 
That's perfect. Go ahead and seal the envelope with both the pledge and the, and the money. That's perfect. If you need to do the one-time gift a little bit later, that's fine. Our request is by May 1st. But obviously, the sooner the better. That helps us with talking to banking and all the rest, okay? Just so we make that clear. This is my prayer for this body. Not a capital campaign. A worship service. May we celebrate him and thank him for all that he's doing in our lives. So we're just going to take a little bit of time of prayer now, probably four or five minutes, six minutes, whatever it is. I'll let Larry kind of feel that out. We're going to have the worship team coming up. I'm going to lead us in a moment of prayer, and then it's a time for you to just pray together. If you're with your spouse, pray with your spouse. If you're with your whole family, pray with your family. As you're together, take this time to pray and celebrate him. As you make one last final decision and commitment, fill out the card and go ahead and seal it. And then you can start bringing them up during the prayer time as the music's playing. There will be a point where we go to some music. It's not like, "Uh uh-oh, I should have already been there and been dropping it, okay? It's not some big race. Don't worry about it. We can celebrate. There's going to be some worship music. We're going to be celebrating. Just enjoy the time. If the worship's going on and you still haven't had a chance to put your card in, just take that opportunity at that time to come up and drop it in. This is all we want. Him glorified. Amen? All we want. Him glorified glorified so this is my request as you bring up your card and i would recommend bringing it up as a family that's up to you guys but i would recommend bringing up as a family and as you set the card in to simply say because you gave to us and you drop it in it's a great time of celebration just thanking him for all that he's doing for you all right let me just lead in prayer and then you take a little bit of time to make final decisions and then we're going to bring our commitment to the lord about a piece of property for this family at Pinecrest and I-74, a building that we're going after where we're saying it's time to be done renting. It's time for us to have a physical home. Lord, may you be celebrated as we lift your name up, as we become a beacon on a hillside here in East Peoria at Pinecrest and 74. Let's pray.